Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast, and it looks like I've lost Jody on Sunday nights for the next couple of weeks anyway. Look, Sam asked me today, and man, the world just stopped. So we thought we would just share this with you. This is our House of the Dragon podcast, <laughs> episode one. Season one, episode, episode one. one. Sam asked me, have you watched House of the Dragon? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And oh my gosh, my plan is to watch it all the way through at least once uninterrupted before Sunday's episode two. Wow, it really went there for me. Mm-hmm. Dreams didn't make us kings. Dragons did. Woo! What surprised me is you did not finish the first episode the night it was out. You know that? It's because I was just back from a girl's weekend and I was exhausted and that this kind of show it's so much like game of thrones and that there's so much going on and so many layers Mm. that's why it's so good storytelling on top of storytelling and i can you can you can't watch that halfway you gotta listen too you do man i I, I was backing that thing up so many times to listen to the first episode because it's it's like they're throwing out things that if you watch Game of Thrones, Man, are references. It's exciting. Oh, d- Family names, Milk territory. of the Poppy, yeah, Cinder Raven. Are you kidding me? It was so exciting. Well, the old kings and the new. And Murphy. Isn't, isn't the ultimate tribute at the end, though, for the credits? Yeah, it is. I mean, I When I first heard the credits, I thought it was Peter Dinklage, Peter. It sounds like the Game of Thrones theme. Yeah. Why not? It's in the family. It is more true to that storytelling than I expected it to be. I almost expected it to be a whole other show. It begins, Murphy, with, you know, um, it's interesting. I can't remember the exact words, but a hundred and something years before Daenerys Targaryen, and then it brings you into the Targaryens, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of years before her. People's names who were dropped in Game of Thrones because, like, the little girl, remember the little girl? Yeah. Stannis Baratheon's daughter with the grayscale on her face. She was interested in them and reading about them and throwing those, those names out. These are the people you're watching their yeah, story family now. family names. And then when they, they sit around the, his his council, It you know, he's got a hand. Yeah, hand of the king. Uh, like little feather, a little finger. <laughs> Not <He's>, little feather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got a maester. You know, he's got all of the same people on his council. That it's so cool. It, it, it's... It, it, this prequel, I think, is better than other prequels because 100%. it's so tied into. It's, it's so, familiar. I you know. can jump right into it, and you don't have to relearn everything. So I feel I feel like I'm back in Westeros, and I'm so excited about it, Murphy. Though you need to know there is, you know how brutal Game of Thrones mm. is and was. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I think this is going to be more brutal. Uh. There is. I didn't. Sam even had problems with this, and I thought because I'm a woman and I've had babies, there was a birthing scene that was so horrific. Yeah. I could not watch it. I, I literally, I did think about Murphy when I was watching it because I'm thinking watch I, I, I got to turn. I, I almost turned off that scene, did or at you least really? fast forwarded through it. Luckily, they didn't go as far as I thought they would. Oh, in they the went scene, pretty far, but it was just like okay. Well, I, I, I just want to enjoy the show, not this. Yeah. It, to me, that's what every other sound effect is in the actual original series. Yeah. All you hear is, ah, I well, mean, it's really. Bef- was it before that when the City Watch goes out? Yeah, before that, the City Watch goes go out, out early. And they start. <sighs> so brutal. I mean, it's like axes in the hands and oh. swords in the throat. It's like, oh my God, what's Let going on? Let me tell on? you something. Let me tell you guys something. There's almost no scene I can ever watch when. They when a woman like any movie, even a comedy, and there's a woman giving birth and she's struggling or hurting. I'm telling you, I physically grab my belly 
I just it's hard for me to watch that. Well, the whole thing about that scene though is and I don't want to give it away, children. but it's like the decision that the the king, king had, had to, to make. make. Yeah. And, or, and it came down to that and it's just like, ah. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. If this was 2022, there wouldn't be this problem. I know. It makes you grateful for modern medicine. Yeah, no leeches. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um okay, so there's so much to say. Um I love the 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 familiar like terms. King's Landing. King's Landing Red is Keep. mentioned. Red Keep is mentioned. Sam said you heard the word Stark. You heard the word Stark at the yeah, end? When, I missed that. It wasn't at the end. It was when everybody was being introduced to the person mm-hmm. or they're pledging their allegiance. Yeah. Um, when he they cut away one time, it was like, I so-and-so Stark. I thought he said Nettard, but it, it could have been. Eddard. Eddard, whatever. It's, Eddard, yeah. it's something like that. Stark, you know. So cool. Pledge allegiance. That I'm thinking, oh, it's a Stark. Murphy, the dragons. Oh my God! Well, there's only they only showed one dragon yeah. this time. We know this family has ten dragons. Okay, and he's got a saddle. Yeah, there's a saddle <laughs> on the dragon. Really? Like Daenerys had to figure it out for herself. Remember? Yeah. But back in the day when the Targaryens ruled, we had heard about it forever. They had ten dragons, no big deal. I mean, it was like their pets. Yeah. Um, the detail. I know you're not into this, Murphy, and that's cool. But you've got to, when you hear me watching it Sunday or okay. this week before I lead up to, you've got to come in and just look at the actual creation of this thing on screen. It is so gorgeous. I cannot stop looking at them. Iron Throne is there, too. I know. I know. It's so exciting. Oh, my gosh. I am 100% going to watch the watch it all the way through a time or two. During the week before Sunday comes around. Yeah. <sighs> so Every excited. Sunday until October 23rd for this season. I know, Murphy. I know you don't understand. Like, he's probably so sick of Game of Thrones, the sound of it, because I've, I've watched the show sometimes just when doing housework. I'll I'm put on an episode. It. It's, it's your thing. It's it is my ever, thing. It's yeah. my favorite show. Mm-hmm. But I was telling a friend of mine, I don't remember who it was, that the reason it's just you can watch it so many times is because... Every single character could have their own show and mm-hmm. you would be addicted to it. Like every single character is so richly written. It's the reason why that the author, George R. R. Martin, is taking so long because he he goes so deep. Yeah. He's so. I actually I have a confession. I, I thought I would give it a chance. Yeah, you thought. And I'm thinking I, yeah. think I was done with the Game of Thrones universe. No, you're not. And when I watched it, I couldn't stop watching it. So now I'm stuck. I'm going to be watching this what one. You, it's good. I, you know, I guess he had more He had more budget than he could ever imagine to make this prequel. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering the success of Game of Thrones, that's probably why the detail is so exceptional. The, it's incredible. You know, the way that they're able to make things, because they're able to spend a lot of money to make it look as real as possible. Look, you're already yeah. invested. You already want to know so much about this family, and now you're getting it. And the knight who's Dornish. It's like Dorn, uh, hey, Dorn, yeah. uh, Dornish wine. Yeah, all of that. There's all of so these, much. Yeah, I'm, I've only watched it in a sleepy way, so I'm probably missing something. I will say that I can't stand it when horses fall down on screen, oh, that, yeah. and I hate that. And they were doing these—is it jousting? As yeah. they would, would call it, yeah. and it was super violent. And I know that horses are not hurt on in the filming of things. I've been, I've read all those. I feel that same way in Yellowstone. Yeah, that was like, be, that, be that was horses, dirty jousting, please. though. It was horrible. You know, I don't know if you, I don't know the rules of jousting, but I don't think you're supposed to trip a horse. <laughs> you're not supposed to touch the horse. <laughs> Respect the horse, people. Um, Murphy, this is the part you're going to love. Matt Smith, the actor Matt Smith. You remember when you watched The Crown with me? Yeah. And he played the young prince Philip. Philip. Mm-hmm. 
He was so good. Well, guess what? He's a dirty Targaryen. Is he? Uh, he's the dirtiest. He's the dirtiest, filthiest person on that screen so far. He's the brother of the king, the the current Car- Targaryen king, and he wants the throne. And that's all I'll tell you. But he's, and but he's but it took me a minute. And he's also a Doctor Who, one of the Doctor. Oh, is he? Who's okay, I didn't realize that. See? Oh, I forgot about that. I know that. him that, from the Crown. They said in the Crown that he was from you know Doctor Who. All right, we in an interview. Well, yeah. He's got the Targaryen white hair, though, so it took me a while to get used to him with that hair. Yeah. But it didn't take long. They don't Couple have pointy of scenes ears, and do he's they? great. He's so good. Mm-hmm. They what? don't have pointy ears, do they? Not that I know of. Okay. He just Not looked th- like he ought to have pointy ears. Mm, I that, was, that was a Lord of the Rings looking mm. Targaryen. Can I tell you? I'll give you one confession, too. After watching the other night, I watched the first half on Sunday night, you know, the night that HBO Max crashed because everybody was streaming yeah. it. Yeah. And then the, the was it the second day Monday I watched the um, second half of it so I finished the show but right afterward we had dinner I made dinner and I went into the family room and I painted a little bit and I'm like I can't I have to I turned on turned on Game of Thrones wow. <laughs> I just let it all in it's my favorite little escape so <sighs> is this um, is House of Dragon only one season or have they I hope not well, right now it House is, of you know, the Dragon I'm sure right. there'll be more they have the whole se- the whole season one already they're just not giving it to us all at once which is smart they people would be missing work this week plus it's also it's one, it's, every Sunday it's based on the second half of Fire and Fire and Blood Fire and Blood it's the book Fire and what the second half of the 2018 book okay so you know they're going to hit a point where okay now we got to make it up ourselves Right. This is not where it got. This is where it went off the rails for Game of Thrones. <laughs> when HBO got ahead of him, and that's what happened. George R. R. Martin. I read this the other day because I'm a geek. I'm a total Game of Thrones nerd. So I'm sorry I've made fun of you for Star Wars for all these years. But I was reading this thing where George said he was very involved in the first couple of seasons of Game of Thrones, and they really followed the book to the letter. And he even yeah. helped cast. He even helped pick out the cast. Mm-hmm. He was on set helping make decisions but you know television making and hbo is a big machine and he is a a writer who takes his time and so they had uh, deadlines and they had you know people pushing them to get the new season out including fans and george was like i'm not finished though yeah and so george would sit down with those dudes and tell them this is where i'm thinking of going but they still had to write and it wasn't him Mm -hmm. writing it so when we finally get his final book, we'll get what you know what he yeah. wanted to happen that everybody hated about season eight from Game well, of Thrones. I mean, pick up the pace, dude. Well, but then I'm he's sure an it's artist. difficult. Yeah, right. Exactly. That sort of creativity. I wonder at what point it gets really difficult when you've written it, written for pleasure and take your time and craft the story, then it becomes commercialized and you have pressures Pressure. and deadlines. I think that's a creativity killer. Can I, be. I, it is. Yeah. Uh, musicians will tell you that yeah. when record execs are breathing, breathing down their neck, mm-hmm. it's different. It changes your mind and energy. But I will read, I will tell you something that I did read that he said in that same article I was reading, and this will make fans mad or whatever, frustrated with him. Because not only he didn't say it like that, Murphy, but he's like, I let the stories come to me. I start writing these characters and then I they kind of guide me of where. So he kind of knows where he's planning to go, but he goes yeah. off on tangents. And it, that's kind of obvious from reading mm. and watching these shows. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, I know you're not going to watch it ever, and you wouldn't really even dig it as much. If you started with me with House of the Dragon with me now, you still wouldn't be as excited because there's so much Game of Thrones in it. Well, what about if somebody was really into it, but they haven't seen Game of Thrones, which is probably that's not what, likely. That's what I'm saying. But, it, but if I mean, but if but somebody who would be into the show, because you, I mean, you know me, I'm just not into that general theme overall. I know. You but if somebody were starting out with House the House, yeah, of, I mean, House of the Dragon, but the references they make, we all know. As you Game wouldn't of get people. you wouldn't get excited about. Some you wouldn't of the stuff get the references, but it's still it's, it's standalone. Still good. It okay. is. It's a, yeah. a little history story. Standalone, it is good. It's a it's a power struggle, which is how things happen. It's amazing that how, I mean, it's fiction, but the way that things of kingdoms were ruled and how bloodlines are so important, you know, like second sons and how what they dealt with and how firstborns were, you know, it was just, it's such a weird way yeah. that the world used to be that he's taking, he's taken his liberties with and then women coming in who are strong leaders too, but, but people not being able to accept them. It's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to watch it again today. Oh, the first episode? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, why, you still have to pick up what you missed. Yeah, you got a couple of days before the next one anyway. Anyway, what I was saying is you don't I know you're not going to watch it, but the next time the dragon's flying around, you need to come see him. Okay. I will. <laughs> I can do that. Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy Sam and Jody podcast.